once again, Digital World, welcome back to Spliced In Later. It is once again time for another movie review. It's almost like business is back to normal. Three reviews in one month. That's better than no reviews for five months. I wish that the movies that I had watched this month were all consistently good, but unfortunately, they've been all over the place, and I'm going to elaborate on that in the coming episode, but... What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the live-action Mulan that has just been released. You're noticing that I'm getting right into it today. No more meandering at the front, because I feel like there's a lot to talk about here. Maybe there's not too much, but I want to get into it before I get lost in my own thoughts, as is the case with most Spliced in Later episodes. So settle in. But first, of course, let's give some background information. If you're unfamiliar with anything that's going on in the world, and you're going, a live-action Mulan, what are you talking about? Well, in the last few years, Disney has really embraced its need to recreate every classic Disney animated film in a live-action format, to middling success to the world at large. For Spliced In Later, for this channel, for this podcast, for this man's opinion, I've been personally fine with them. I have enjoyed them. I haven't come across one that I've absolutely hated or loathed. They have served the purpose of what they were created to do. And that's what I think needs to be said right at the start here, is that these movies sometimes get a bad break. In a lot of instances, I don't think they can win. You either create a live-action remake that is play-by-play, the exact same movie, just done with live-action instead of animated, and you get hit with abuse and anger that it's the exact same movie So it's boring and it doesn't offer anything new and it shouldn't exist or it's not as good as the other animated movie because seeing them back to side by side, you know immediately which one is better. But then you can go the opposite direction and take a concept and do something completely different with it and then you get hit with, it's not the same, you've ruined the movie, it's not what I wanted. I wanted to see a live action remake. I just want to see the exact same moments play through again and again and again. So you get some heat for that one which seems to be the case for all these movies. No one can make up their minds. There have been quite a few in the last few years, and I honestly, for Splice and Later's opinion, they've been fine. Some I've really, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed The Lion King, and I know a lot of people thought it was lifeless and bland and just a remake of the original, but the original was better, so why bother with that one? But I went to the live-action Lion King just to see The Lion King again, and I got what I wanted out of it, which was fine. I also really, really enjoy the live-action Dumbo, but I've not really properly watched the original Dumbo. I saw it as a kid, maybe, but I have no strong memories about it, so I'm not invested in the story. So I think they changed up Dumbo quite a bit. Not 100% sure, but I do know people weren't happy about it. Whereas I thought it was fine. I had a great time with it. I like Dumbo more than other live-action films, which apparently is the wrong opinion, but it's mine. So with the live actions coming, I've never been anxious about them. I've been generally excited about them. I look forward to them, especially for ones where I have good memories as a kid, like The Lion King or Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin. I'm interested to see what they do with the live action. But this one coming up, this one I've been counting down for because it is the live action remake of the animated classic Mulan. And if you checked in with me recently, I did a top 10 Disney countdown Mulan was number one, it was top, so this is my favourite. So I was interested to see what I would think about it, because I have friends who absolutely despise 
the remakes of the ones that are their favorites. Aladdin might be your cherished memory. So you go and see the live action Aladdin and you hate it. You want to stamp all over it because you hate it so much. So I was intrigued to see if that would be the case for me for Mulan. But as you're familiar with this podcast, our general basis here is positivity. Very rarely do I embrace the negative. I always look for the positives. I always see more good than bad. I never want to put down anything or complain or whinge or viciously attack anybody verbally, whatever like that. It's always been movies are good. I may not enjoy it, but I know other people might. So we're just going to say make up your own mind. Now, before we get into this one, I do want to say something right off the top that as you're probably aware, but you may not be, Mulan has not been officially released in the cinemas. It is available on Disney+. Plus. Now, I want to say that this is good, but also horrible. Yes, it's good that in the current climate, some companies are admitting that not every movie is going to make it into the cinema. There's just too many of them being delayed at the moment, too many on the docket. There's not enough real estate. And for people's mental health as well, you have to give them something. You have to release something. And in my opinion, just take the financial hit. You're not going to make as much money as you want, but welcome. That's the whole world at the moment. Everyone's not going to make the money they want. They're just trying to get through one day at a time. However, Disney, in their in their wonderful glory of desperately needing money, I have certainly heard stories about Disney's attitude towards cinemas and revenue and the percentages of who gets what money out of ticket sales and all like that. They have released Mulan on Disney+, Plus, but whether you are subscribed to Disney Plus or not, that's not it. To watch Mulan on Disney Plus, you have to pay extra 30 US dollars to watch Mulan. 30 US dollars. For us here in Australia, that equals more or less around 50 Australian dollars. That's a lot of money to watch one movie. More than it is to go and pay for a ticket at the movie theaters, especially if you're already paying for Disney Plus on a monthly basis and you've got to pay all this extra money just to watch it. That's not okay. Since I first heard the announcement and even now when I sucked in my pride and decided that I needed to do it because I wanted to provide content for people listening, I suppose if I say I'm going to review movies, I should watch one every now and then. But I'm going to say right off the bat that it's not something that I endorse. I would like people to listen to this review. And if they decide later on that they do want to watch Mulan, get some friends together, get 10, 20 people coming around to someone's house. Everybody can chip in like a dollar and then maybe you get the value of paying for Mulan. But 30 US dollars, 50 Australian dollars, it's absolutely an outrage. It's money gouging. They're desperate to try and get some money out of this thing. And that's just not fair. And I'm can't endorse it. So that's it. I'm going to say that right off the bat there that I'm already annoyed by that. And I hope that people listening will take my advice about the group showing thing because that's the way you're going to at least make the money seem worth it. But we'll get that out of the way. I just needed to say that because I'm still annoyed by it. Let's talk about Mulan, the live action Mulan. What does Spliced in later think about it? Very rarely on this show have I said right at the start, I don't like something. I don't think there's been a single review, actually, where I've openly said this movie is no good. Even some stuff where I've been more negative, like Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Doolittle. I've looked and said, this might not be for me, but this might be for everybody. I watched Mulan 
on Friday night. And you'll notice I am releasing this episode on a Tuesday. That's because when I first watched it, I was so annoyed and angry and baffled and despicable. That's not a word, but I'm choking on my own rage here that I thought I need to wait a bit. I need to let the movie sit with me for a couple of days and decide if maybe I'm looking at it with those goggle eyes that I spoke about recently because Mulan is my favorite animated film and perhaps I've been too harsh on the live action. So let's give it a couple of days. Go and take a seat. Think about it. Search for the positives because you want to talk about the positives. And then in a couple of days, when you've calmed down, go and do your episode. It's been five days and I'm still not calm, but I'm clear-headed enough that I think it's time to get the review up there and just accept that I did not like this movie at all. And it may be one of the most upsetting films I've ever watched, for sure. Definitely something that shocks me and upsets me that I could have such a reaction to the film. And I think it boils down a lot to, unfortunately, the necessary comparisons to the original that I said at the start. You don't want to be comparing remakes with originals. You want to judge films on their own. So a lot of that is unfortunate bias coming in. But also as a whole, as a movie, as a product, and what it's representing, and character development, uh, the amount of effort put in, production value, CGI-wise, everything like that, it's just not a pleasant watch for me. And that's really sad to say. But I'm going to try and pinpoint it to some specific examples and hopefully I won't come off as just some whingy whiny it's not like my favorite movie thing and hopefully I can present my opinions in some clear facts but first let's start with the positive let's get the positives on the table because I don't want to be here and just shit all over a movie and then ride off into the sunset first off I do want to congratulate Mulan as a movie itself because of all the Disney remakes it is the one that has somehow walked the fine line of being too much like the original source material and trying to do its own thing. Somehow, it's sort of managed to do both. It definitely doesn't feel when you're watching this movie like you're re-watching the original film play by play. It feels like its own sort of thing. It changes characters, names, situations, plot developments even the sound and feel of the movie by embracing a less musical sense, more adult wartime essence. That's good. I congratulate them for doing that. No one can argue that this film is a play-by-play recap of the animated Mulan, and no one can say that it's so completely different that it doesn't even feel like Mulan anymore. If you've seen the animated Mulan, you will see the main points of the movie are still represented in this film. The main dramatic points, the main character developments, the main action set pieces, the music, the background, it's all its all there. But it changes also a lot in terms of how people get from point A to point B. Certain characters are extended in importance, others are diminished, but still there. Decisions are made in a different sort of sense, but ultimately still arrive at the same conclusion. So in that regard... Well done. It's sort of what I wanted, what I hoped for. I'd like that there's a balance that can be found. And it looks like Mulan has sort of got it there. It's just a shame that I don't like this movie because that would have been good to also enjoy and be successful in both those regards. But suffice it to say, 
I'm impressed with that. I also mentioned just briefly there, but I want to say that I really enjoyed the musical score of this movie. As you may have heard, this live-action Mulan is notorious for not bringing in the musical quality of the original animated Mulan. It doesn't do any singing. There's no singing. There's no dancing. There's background music, which uses some of the song's music for action moments, and I think it works really well. The song Reflection, which is a huge pinpoint of the original Mulan, very great song. The song itself is not sung in the movie, but that musical refrain is added into dramatic moments where Mulan's making big decisions and riding to battle and making personal sacrifices, and it's very powerful to hear, and I liked that. I did like that people just didn't break into song because it didn't feel like a movie that should be breaking into song. The road they took with it, the decisions they made to make it this serious product means if anybody had started singing, it would have pulled me out of the movie. So I can accept that. And as I've mentioned before in the Wonderful World of Music episode I did, if you can make music good to enhance the scenes you're watching, I mean, that's that's an achievement of its own. Music is so important to a movie, even if you're not doing a musical, even if it's just background music, even if it's instrumental to the scenes that are happening. And I can honestly say that all the music that was in this, I really enjoyed. Plus the song at the end that they've written by Christina Aguilera, Loyal, Brave and True, it's a good song. I liked it over the credits. I didn't like it as much on my first listen, but I've listened to it a bit over the coming days and I have liked it more. And I think I didn't like it originally because I was just annoyed. But no, music was great. And finally, this movie was shot in New Zealand and there are scenes where they don't rely on CGI and they're just showcasing the wonderful background of New Zealand for their battle scenes, their training scene, they're riding their horses from point A to point B. It looks spectacular. One of the main things I really like the Lord of the Rings movie is because of the New Zealand atmosphere and backdrop that really brings you into the world. Looks incredible watching in Mulan when they're standing on top of mountains and looking out and surveying everything and it's real and it's legitimate, then it looks great. When it's CGI, it's a whole other thing and we're going to get into that. But when it's just taking advantage of New Zealand and just the beauty of that country, then it looks great and I really appreciated seeing that. So that was great too. Those are our positives. They're not many, but those are the ones that I came up with. So I don't completely hate this movie. There are a few things there that I enjoy, but um, unfortunately, they do nothing to outweigh the negative that I have brought from this movie. So let's try and dive into that. And I'm going to get into the specific thing that, for me, makes this movie no bueno. The very first thing, the number one, the point that overshadows everything else, and here it is. What makes the original Mulan so good is the character of Mulan herself and the character development that she goes through. She is a strong, independent woman living in a society that doesn't accept that in women. For the people around her, they don't like that she's brave and adventurous and wanting to see the world and not accepting of the fact that she is destined to find a man and then be locked up in the house and clean and... and honor her man and her family and all of that stuff. So when the time comes where in order to save her father, that she takes up the conscription and goes off to join the army and disguises herself as a man, that is a huge thing from her. But she is still 
an ordinary person. When she gets to the training and she's training with all all of her friends, well, not friends, they're enemies in the beginning, but they all become friends through their training. She is overwhelmed by being a part of the world that did not let her participate in the beginning. So when she's learning how to fight with bows and arrows and swords and lift weights, it's it's hard. She can't do it. It's impossible in the beginning, but she perseveres. She is determined. She is willing she goes the distance and furthermore where she lacks in a lot of the strength department she more than makes up for with her brains she is smart ingenious and she knows how to sort out situations that require a bit of thinking rather than brute force specifically that well famous scene where general shang shoots his arrow up to the top of the wooden post gives everyone the two weights and says they have to climb up there and get the arrow no one can do it And Mulan's about to be thrown out of camp because she's already failed a lot of the other tasks that have been bestowed upon her. But she's persistent and she takes those weights and she figures out that she can use them to climb to the top of the pole and get the arrow. And then by that point, everybody starts coming together as a team. She gets better at everything else and she wins the respect of everyone around her, which is fantastic, great character development, a huge part of the movie. It's why the song I'll Make a Man Out of You is just such a memorable, in many cases, everybody's favorite Disney song. It's a powerful, important part of the movie and a huge part of Mulan's character development. For this live-action Mulan, right from the beginning, they basically say that she is some sort of magical superhero, unfortunately. She is somehow born with the gift of being a great sword fighter, a great bow and arrow person. She's athletic, she's acrobatic, she can jump high in the air and kick Apparently, that's a huge defining character trait for her, is that she can kick high. She's this magical, powerful person who is supposed to hide her gifts. She's just so good, but she can't tell anyone about it because women aren't supposed to be that good at anything. In fact, the women that do have the skills that she has are considered sorcerers and witches. They've added a new character to this movie on the side of the bad characters, who is basically a mirror image of Mulan. It's sort of like if she embraced her powers, but also a sense of hatred for the men around her, she'd become this angry, murderous sorcerer or witch who's determined. I'm still not entirely sure what her character motivation was. I thought in the beginning that it was to undermine the men around her and, and secure some sort of power and respect, but at points somewhere in the middle it gets lost and she's just someone who can turn into a bird, a sort of a point where Mulan knows she could be that person if she fully lost her respect for man or something. I don't understand completely. So when you put that in and make Mulan this superhero, she's essentially a Marvel superhero, this so over-the-powered person who doesn't need to train. She doesn't need to learn how to use any of this stuff. She doesn't need to build that camaraderie with her fellow soldiers because she already knows how to do it. For the live-action movie, they try to claim that The reason she gets to the camp and is suddenly not good at everything is because she's dressed up as a man and she's not true to herself. And there's a big powerful point halfway through the movie. Apologies if I spoil anything here. I don't think I'll spoil too much because if you're familiar with Mulan, you sort of know where the movie's going to go. But suffice it to say there's a point halfway through the movie where she decides she's going to embrace who she is which I guess is revealing to people that she is in fact a woman, and suddenly she is literally the most unstoppable force ever. She can pole vote over whole armies, kick arrows in the air that can launch across and and kill everyone in her path. 
And it just, it ruins that character development that makes Mulan such an interesting character and an interesting character journey for her. When you eliminate that journey, that part of her journey, she's just somebody who's just doing some stuff. I don't feel like Mulan learns anything in this movie apart from that she's good at what she does, which she, for most of the movie, knows that. She tells everybody around her that she believes in herself. She is confident in her abilities. So I don't understand what she learns. I guess everybody else around her learns to respect her. But why? It's It doesn't understand why Mulan deserves the love and respect of the people around her. But the anti-Mulan on the other side deserves to be hated and feared. Why can't people respect her? It's mind-boggling and it's infuriating because it takes away a lot of that stuff. Of course, because they're moving away from the musical side, a great training montage doesn't have a good song. They're saying some of the words from the song. But I don't feel like anything is being established. All of her friends from the animated movie are here. Yao, Ling, Chen Po. The Cricket character has been turned into a human and is called Cricket, I guess. It's never explained why he's called Cricket. He just says, my name's Cricket. If He may as well turn to the camera and wink. But... There's no character developed from them. They don't have the defining traits that made them memorable characters in the animated movie. Yao was the, the grumpy, tough guy. Ling was the womanizer. Chen Po was this foodie-obsessed, happy-go-lucky fella. In this movie, they're all the exact same person. They even share each other's lines that define them in the animated movie. So you don't learn who is who, and you don't feel that Mulan has earned their friendship. There's a point where they just go... Yeah, Mulan, we're with you. But why? I don't really know what she's done to bestow that camaraderie with them. It comes off so well in the original film. There's also a lot of padding because this film is trying to make it two hours and the original Mulan is only about 84 minutes. There's a lot of scenes which is just stretched out, which can be very frustrating. There's a lot of scenes of Mulan just standing around looking shocked while things are happening. And there are also extra scenes which sort of just say the same thing over and over again, which can be very boring, unfortunately. You go, okay, get to the point. They also try to be clever and do things differently, but also achieve the same results. Specifically, the big climactic battle scene in the middle of the film, resulting in the original film, it was Mulan using her smarts to outwit the bad guys. With this one, she sort of uses their dumbness to take them out but also nearly kill her own side. It's just, it's lazy writing, unfortunately. And there's a lot of stuff in here where it feels like the scene was written and the people writing it said, you have to include these lines because they are in the movie. Don't explain anything, just do it. And people will go, I remember when that was in the original film. That's good. And then move on to the next thing. The green screen in here as well for the CGI, as I said, the shooting for New Zealand looks great. But for everything else, there's a lot of scenes where it's clearly actors standing in front of green screens to to show that they're standing on top of palaces or castle walls. And it looks terrible. It, I don't understand why it hasn't been cleaned up, especially because the movie's been delayed for so long. Why not go back and fix things up while you've got the time during the delay? But it really pulls you out when it looks like they're standing on front of a backdrop. It doesn't feel real. Overall... Summing it up, really, I am very upset 
that I didn't enjoy Mulan as much as I did. And I'm also very upset that I actually am upset about it as much as I am. And I think I have to narrow it down to that specific thing that I mentioned. The character journey for Mulan has been completely upended and changed. And you can say, fine, don't compare it to the original. Take it on its own. Don't think about the original Mulan. What do you think of her character journey in this film? And unfortunately, there isn't one. I never feel like she has any connection with any of the characters around her. I don't feel like she makes any sort of strong emotional decisions. She basically just says, I'm great and I'm going to do this and no one's going to stop me. And everyone goes, no. But then later, yeah, okay, cool. I can see what they were trying to do with the anti-Mulan on the evil side, but I also feel like they didn't know what to do with her. And a side note as well, if you're going to make Mulan this magical person that completely undermines what anyone can aspire to if you are a female in this movie, are you saying that only women with... It was explained as chi. Are you saying that only women with powerful chi can do what Mulan does? Why can't her sister learn to be a skilled fighter because she doesn't have chi? What does that... What, are you, what does that say? Are you saying no women can do this? It's only these specific women? It's... Not a great message to send. No young person watching this film can walk away and say, I can be like Mulan, I can do this. They'd have to walk away and say, I can't be like that because I wasn't born with the ability to somersault five times in the air. Oh well, I guess I'll just go work at a McDonald's or something. Not a great message to send to the kids. Mulan, okay, so for my grading system, I've been called out in the past that it doesn't make a lot of sense. I do give Mulan a 5 out of 10 because... I try to be more positive than I like to be. As you can probably tell in the message that I'm presenting here, I'd like to rank it lower. But there are a few bits in here that I do commend them for and things that I did like. And I will say, watching the film, the penny didn't drop for me until about halfway through the film during the first fight that I didn't actually like it. I think there was a nagging suspicion in the back of my brain, but it wasn't until that point where the battle began and Mulan started doing some stuff that I sort of looked up and went, I don't like this film. And then from there, once I knew I didn't like it, I really didn't like it. I can't recommend it, especially for the price of paying for it on Disney+. Plus. If you do want to watch a good Mulan film, watch the original animated film. It's a real shame. It makes me wary about future live actions makes me rethink what I feel about other live actions. Maybe I need to go back and have another look at them. But suffice it to say, when I make my top 10 for 2020, odds are Mulan's probably going to be on there because I've only seen about 10 films. But it's not going to be anywhere near on the position that I wanted and hoped it to be. And that's a real shame and I'm disappointed. Please don't spend money on Disney Plus to watch this. If you do, watch it with a whole bunch of friends, but be prepared. It ain't great. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Sorry it's been an angry, rantful, depressing feel. Hopefully the next film I see will have some more positivity. I'm pretty confident it will be, but you never know. But until next time, I love and appreciate it all. Thank you for listening to me. It's been absolutely enjoyable to finally get this off my chest and I hope you've had a good time listening. Be safe, be kind, be nice to each other and I'll see you all next time. You've been spliced in later. Adios, muchachos. I'll catch you next time.